All right, here we go. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you uh, are wondering who I am, who's this lady on the internet, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like getting registered with the state, making sure you have DUNS numbers, EIN numbers, contract templates, hiring policies, basic brand protection strategies, those are the things that I help you do. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do those things, I am very happy that you asked. You should always check somebody's credentials. Um, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting uh, with a specialization in business formation. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. Okay. Um, so if you're in the startup phase of your business or, you know, you've just started, you're kind of trying to get your feet wet in the business arena and you want to work with me, there are several ways that you can do that both in person and digitally. Okay. Uh, and you're going to be able to access all of these ways by going to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You will also be able to uh, set up a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. As well, if you have moved past, you know, the very initial stages of business, initial stages of business and you need kind of a more in-depth, you know, guide through the world of being a boss, you're going to want to pick up Business Startup Basics, which is my four video, three ebook series that takes you through the entire business formation process. Where, where do you need to go to get, to get this stuff done? How do you do it? What information do you need to get together? So you can find all that at linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. That's also where you can subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast where I post the video and audio recordings of this show every day. There are hundreds of videos on YouTube and very many episodes on uh, the podcast. So go subscribe to those. Okay. Uh, but that's enough about me. Let's get to the show. For those of you who might be new, I think I might've saw one or two new names here. Um, the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories that I get from you guys, stories that I find on blog sites, and I pull the ones that have, um, you know, lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we discuss them. So this is a conversation, okay? This is, uh, this is a time for us all to be together, to ask our questions, to give our commentary. It's a lot more fun when we're all participating. So don't be afraid to give your opinions, all right? Um, so we are going to get started. <clears throat> all right. If we are ready, let me see a couple of thumbs up. So I know we're all on the same page. I will be asking you questions to make sure that, you know, everybody knows what's going on and we're all, you know, being attentive, <laughs> but let me see a couple of thumbs up so that I know that we are ready to get started. Thank you, Zephyrina for the thumbs up. Okay. I got one. I got a couple more. All right. Uh, Obey gave me some. All right. Okay. So we are ready to get going, people. First story we are talking to about tonight. Now, uh, for the, hey, thank you, Stefano Dance. Um, 
So, as you guys know, I broadcast uh, not only on Facebook, but on Instagram. But have you heard of InstaGem? If you have heard of InstaGem, G-E-M, please give me a diamond emoji. If you have heard of InstaGem, give me a diamond emoji. Um, and uh, while you do that, I'm going to let you know why I'm asking if you know about InstaGem. InstaGem is an app that is currently uh, in the process uh, of attempting to be trademarked by a business called, thank you Jasmine for the thumbs up, by a business called Market Organization. Um, and InstaGem is a video editing uh, app. So you know how you can take your pictures and you know make it make it look like you got really high cheekbones and really great eyebrows and nice soft supple lips and you know great skin. InstaGem is one of these video editing uh, apps, right? Um, here's the problem. Instagram filed opposition to their uh, trademark application because they said that the name InstaGem <laughs> is deceptively similar to Instagram and it could cause confusion. It could cause people to believe that there is a false association between market organizations app and, oh, you're not good with emojis. That's okay, Margaret. Um, thank you for responding. Um, but yeah, but Instagram said allowing them, allowing market organization to trademark the name InstaGem will cause a false association between Instagram and InstaGem. And Zephyrina is saying she could see that, right? So I, and, and, and this is exactly what I was going to ask you guys as as consumers of social media, as users of social media, particularly my friends who are watching me on Instagram right now, if you were to go into the, uh, you know, the, the, the app store of whatever device you are using and you saw an app that was named InstaGem, would you think that it was affiliated with Instagram? Yes or no? Just give me a simple yes or no in the comments. And I'm letting you know right now that for me, I would think that it was something that was, you know, put forth by Instagram. Just like, you know, like, uh, Zephyrina said, I would think they were related. Violet, hey, Violet Owl Creations, how you doing? Oh, uh, Obed, Obizi, you don't think that, you would not think that Instagem was related to Instagram if you saw it in the marketplace? Um, well, you you must be smarter than me, sir. You might I guess you are with that PhD. But um yeah, but for me as a layperson, if I'm in the market store, hey Kabod counseling, if I saw InstaGem in the Play Store, I would not I would think that it was related to Instagram. So Instagram Oh, you would think a knockoff. Okay, so you wouldn't think that they were affiliated. You would think that it was a knockoff Instagram. Okay. I can see that too. I could definitely see that. So Instagram, this is why they have filed opposition. When you, when someone files a trademark application, right? There's kind of a, there, there is a vetting period. It's like, I've told you guys this. It's like when you're at the wedding and the, um, and the priest says, you know, speak now forever, hold your peace. They do that with trademark applications, right? So Instagram is like, whoa, 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 hold, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, InstaGem, no, we do not, we do not, uh, agree with you guys going forward with this trademark application because it's too similar to our name. It's deceptively similar. So that is their argument. Now, there has been no resolution to this as of yet, but let's take a vote right here. 
if you think that Instagram is the app, Instagram um, is going to win, please give me a one. If you think market organization is going to be successful in trademarking Instagem, please give me a two. So if you think Instagram is going to win with the opposition, hey, Sincere39, please give me a one. If you think that market organization is going to win this trademark for Instagem, please give me a two. Zephyrina gave me a one. Hi, the gifted 428. Anymore, uh, Obizi thinks that market organization is going to be able to trademark Instagem. Why do you think so, Obizi? Oh, two. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Why do you think that Instagem is going to be able to trademark? I mean, market organization is going to be able to trademark Instagem, Obizi. I'm getting a lot of ones over on Facebook from Jasmine, from Margaret, from AP Jackson. Because remember, the, um, the whole, the, um, the thing with trademarks is you don't want to create confusion in the marketplace. So are you saying, Obizi, that you don't think that Instagem would be confused or uh, as being affiliated with Instagram? Um, Ob Obizi said Gem and Gram are two different things. True, but they do have that Insta prefix. And we have come as a society to associate that Insta prefix with Instagram, have we not? Um, but I mean, this is up for, this is up for debate because there has been no decision. There has been no decision made. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Now, uh, it's, we're, it seems like most of the votes are falling in favor of Instagram, but you know, we've got one person here who was in favor of Instagem winning. So we're going to have to wait and see. So once I get an update on this story, I'll let you guys know, but I'm with the ones on this one. I feel like Instagram has enough skin in the game that they might be able to get this trademark blocked. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, another quick update, my DMV people, if you are located in the DMV area, please give me a DM. Uh, hold on. Uh, we got some questions. Oh, Obizi said is Insta trademark. Um, you know, I haven't checked, but it might be that, you know what, that is a task for me to do for tomorrow's show. I'm going to go on, um, the test trademark database. Remember, if you ever want to see if something is trademark, you could always go to USPTO.gov and go find the test trademark search tool and look up trademarks. I'm going to go use the test tool tomorrow and see if Insta is trademarked. Okay. Um, Sincere39 said, plus, when you say IG, who are you talking about? Um, can you rephrase that question, Sincere39, please? Um, I'm not sure I understand what you're asking. AP Jackson said, maybe if it was Insta something else, because there is Insta pot. Okay, hey, 76 Grimke. Okay, so you think that the Insta with the G word, um, with the G word is, is kind of too close. It's not just the Insta, it's the G as well. Okay, we've got some, we've got some good, uh, some good arguments here. All right. I can see y'all, you know, battling it out in front of the trademark office. All right. Okay. I like this. Okay. So moving on to our next story. Um, this is a quick update. My DMV people, please give me a DMV in the comments. Okay. If you're from, if you live in DC, Maryland, Virginia, Okay, please give me a DMV in the comments. This is just a very quick update. As you guys know, we talked about this the other day. The Washington or the former Washington Redskins, they are in the process of changing their name and logo due to it being racist after 87 years. Um, and we, t we had that story Monday uh, where there is a man who has been, thank you, 76 Grimke, 
there is a man who has been trademarking um, all of the uh, possible names that the Redskins might want to rename themselves, right? So everybody was thinking, oh, there's going to be big trouble for the Redskins if they try to change their name because they're going to have to go through this guy whose name is Martin McCauley because he owns all of these trademarks for potential Redskins names, right? Well, guess what? Martin McCauley apparently has been saving these names for the Redskins because he literally said y'all can have these trademarks for free. Martin McCauley, the guy who has been trademarking optional names for the Redskins since God knows how long, has basically said, Redskins, you can take, take whatever trademark you want. You don't even have to pay me for it. Now, that is crazy, right? Because usually... All right, so this guy was labeled a trademark squatter. And when you're a trademark squatter, what you're usually trying to do is hold on to a trademark till someone really wants it and make them pay out of the nose for it. But this gentleman, who has spent over $20,000 of his own money trademarking possible optional names for the Redskins, is offering any one of these trademarks to the Redskins for the free. Um... AP Jackson said, get it in writing. He actually tweeted about it. Um, I forgot to write down the exact tweet, but his tweet basically said, hey, Redskins, I told y'all you could have this name. Are you waiting for me to pay you to take it? Take one of the names. He's basically begging them to take one of these names that he has spent his hard-earned money on and use it for the team. And my only question is why? Why did you go through all of the trouble of trademarking these names if you were just going to give it away? Does anybody have any type of reasoning or can we speculate as to why we think he is so willing to give these names away? These trademarks that he has spent his own money for. Um... LBZ said trademark squatter that's a thing who does that look there is money in there's a hustle for everything okay and there is a hustle in trademarks hello rick t737 so why would this man who has spent over twenty thousand dollars of his own money trademark marking optional names for this football team why would he be so willing to just give it away because i really can't think of a reason i am genuinely asking you guys because I don't see it. Because if it was me, I'd be like, y'all can have it for, you know, a couple thousand, something. But he don't want nothing. Why do y'all think that he is just ready to give it away? <clears throat> I don't have an answer for you. But I just wanted to update you guys to let you know um, what is happening. 76 Grimcase said uh, maybe to write a book about it. I mean, how long of a book are you going to write? About, hey, I trademarked all these names for the Redskins and then I gave them away. Like, what? I'm, I mean, I guess if you're a diehard, you know, um, and again, I apologize to anybody who might be offended by my use of that word. That is the only name we have for the team thus far. They have not given uh, us an update as to what the new name is. So that is why I continue to use that name. And as soon as they change it, that is what I will call the team, right? Um but yeah, I mean, maybe if you're a diehard Redskins fan, you might want to read his story, but I don't understand why somebody would spend $20,000 of their own money and then give that thing away for free. Uh, but, you know, to each their own, okay? All right, so we have covered Instagram, we have covered the Redskins update, okay? 
Uh, before we move on to our next story, oh, oh, we have a comment. Margaret Massey said maybe he wants proceeds from merchandise purchases. Hmm. Well, if he's saying that he's going to give it to them for free, doesn't that mean that he wouldn't get any money? Um, I mean, unless there's some type of profit sharing agreement in the back end. Hmm. Okay, you got me thinking. Maybe he'll give it to them for free, but then he wants, yeah, a percentage of stuff on the back end. Okay, all right. Okay, I see them wheels turning, Margaret. Them wheels is turning, girl, okay? I like it. All right. Uh, All right, so before we move on to our next topic, um, our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you would like some legal guidance to kind of help you figure out where you're supposed to go, that's what I do. Go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client, okay? Can't wait to hear from you. Now, moving on to our next story. Hey, Tanya. Um, does anybody here, has anybody here ever heard of a Birkin bag? A Birkin bag. If you have heard of a Birkin bag, give me the purse emoji. Give me the bag emoji. And for those of you who may not know, Birkin bags are these super, super, super expensive. I'm talking $10,000, $30,000 purses made by the company Hermes. If you know, if you have heard of a Birkin bag, give me a bag emoji, a purse emoji. Thank you, AP Jackson. Okay, maybe, you know, maybe once, I don't, I don't, even if I had the money, I don't even know if I would spend it on a Birkin, because, like, that's just not my style. I, I read, the, I, I listened to this podcast where they were talking about, you know, the, um, I listened to a lot of economy podcasts, and the, the thing about the Birkin is that it's not just about having the money to buy a Birkin, you have to find someone willing to sell it to you, you can't just go into a store and buy a Birkin, there's like a finite amount, and you can only get it after jumping through a lot of hoops, King Tax Services knows what a Birkin is, 76 Grimke knows what a Birkin is, okay, anyway, Back to the question at hand, all right? So, Birkin bags are made by uh, Hermes, as well as a bag called the Kelly. Now, we know in fashion, it's really hard to protect your intellectual property, but high-end fashion brands have been able to do so. In particular, Hermes, they have been able to do this with their Birkin and Kelly bags. The design of the Birkin bag is actually legally protected. Um, They have a uh, a trademark on the design, the three-lobed flap around the base of the handle, the padlock closure, and the key fob on the strap. All of these are design trademarks for the Birkin and the Kelly bag, right? Here's the problem. In Korea, now, yes, I know this is a different country, but again, this is important. In Korea, there is a company called Play No More, and they are known for making purses with like these huge cartoon eyes on them. So these like huge round eyes and lashes and things like that. They're obviously cartoon, right? But they use the design of the Birkin bag and then put these eyes on the back. Um... And Hermes was not having it. Hermes went to the Korean court and said, excuse me, we have trademark designs on these bags as, you know, they're protected by treaties. Remember, 
you can have trademarks within countries and there are also treaties that allow us to use our 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 trademarks in our country in other places right so Hermes is saying look we have design trademarks on these bags and the people in your country they're wild and they're taking our design and putting some cartoon eyes on it so we need you to put a stop to that hey busy peach i ain't seen you in a minute girl um and the korean court agreed with Hermes they said look play no more you can't continue to make these bags because the construction of these bags the way that these bags are stitched the little um the little emblems the the key the the padlock the key these are trademark designs that are protected by law so play no more is no longer allowed to make these cartoon bags that have the same styling as Birkin bags this is why it's important to protect your intellectual property all right there are many different ways you can protect a name you can protect a design you can protect a photo and Hermes they protected the design of their bags it is so unique they have made it a unique thing that can be protected so they can go to these foreign courts and say look this padlock and this key this is our stuff so please tell your people to stop so play no more is no longer allowed to sell these um you know knockoff Birkins with cartoon eyes on them so uh if you see a Birkin like bag with eyes on it somebody call the Korean court okay all right so I wanted to get through these stories because I wanted to talk about the title story today we're talking about Queen B Beyonce I love Beyonce if you are a Beyonce fan please give me a B emoji where are the beehive members I need to see some bees in the comments quickly 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 all right swarm swarm <laughs> all right as you get your B emojis in line um over the past year or so you guys have heard me mention on multiple occasions this case of Beyonce and Jay-Z thank you Zephyrina fighting to get blue ivy's name trademarks <laughs> uh obesity gave me hard eyes for beyonce yes everybody loves beyonce thank you busy peach for the b right so we know uh blue ivy carter she is the daughter of jay-z and beyonce and they have been trying to get her name trademarked for a while thank you for the b76 grim gay right the thing is they have been held up for the last couple of years by a wedding planner in massachusetts this woman she uh she well now she did have a trademark for her business blue ivy weddings she had her trademark about three years before blue ivy was born yes okay so blue ivy's born jay-z and beyonce they want to trademark blue ivy's name why because well there was an article in vanity fair where they said we want to trademark her name because we don't want other people profiting off of her name now remember that is not a valid reason to trademark something you cannot trademark something to keep someone from using it you have to trademark it because you have a legitimate business uh, agenda with that trademark right so there was this back and forth the the woman who owned blue ivy wedding she she was saying that they were trying to trademark but over fraud she was asking for text messages and records between beyonce and jay-z and beyonce and her mom it was all of this hullabaloo right <clears throat> um hi ya is ya yeah, yeah is the way can of solutions um anyway so this this thing has been going on for you know a couple of years and beyonce's legal team they were like look 
nobody is going to think that your blue ivy weddings is connected to blue ivy carter right that was their argument and they're saying that blue ivy she is the child of jay-z and beyonce nobody is going to think that blue ivy is out here doing weddings and then apparently uh the lady who owned blue ivy weddings tried to sell them the wedding business for about three million dollars or so and they were like we don't want your little wedding business so they they were going back and forth well there has been a resolution and beyonce and jay-z have won the trademark for blue ivy carter now i'm sure this um this also has to do with the fact that blue ivy has been doing some work they have put her on records remember blue ivy was on brown skin girl she is on several of her parents um records she has actually won an NAACP image award for brown skin girl so blue ivy carter at the age of 10 got more awards than i do (laughs) or under 10 i don't even know how old she is but blue ivy carter she's out here people know her name so Beyonce and Jay-Z have finally won the trademark to uh, Blue Ivy Carter's name. I actually checked the test database today to see what categories they were able to get the trademark in, and then they did it for several. So they have trademarked Blue Ivy Carter for keychains, audio and visual recordings, baby toys and like baby appliances like carriages and stuff, books, bags, uh, bedding, hair accessories, playing cards, product merchandising for others so if somebody wants blue to be a spokesperson for a brand they have trademarked her name for that and they have also trademarked it for entertainment services so now remember when you trademark something you 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 trademark it in certain categories notice there is no wedding category in here right so blue ivy carter and blue ivy weddings they can coexist because they are not in the same industry so um so the the carters have won as i i was pretty sure they were gonna win because it just didn't because you can have two trademarks that are the same name but in two different categories think about dove soap and then dove chocolates they're both the same name they're both trademarked but they're trademarked in two different categories one is for soap one is for chocolate so here we have blue ivy for weddings and blue ivy carter for everything else margaret massey said so money won money and being able to use the law to your advantage yes the carters do have money they are able to afford expensive lawyers but these expensive lawyers still had to come up with these arguments to so that the judge would understand that there is no overlap between blue ivy weddings and blue ivy carter now the woman who owns this wedding business she is free to continue her business as blue ivy weddings it doesn't mean that she can't use the name anymore she still has her trademark the thing is now the carters have a trademark for blue ivy carter in these other areas okay um obesity said does that preclude one from naming their future child that name absolutely not you can name your kid whatever you want trademarks protect your name or your logo in in commerce so if you are in business that is when your trademark so if you try to let let's say okay so we've got the, the categories that blue ivy carter is trademarked in is keychains recordings baby toys books bags bedding hair accessories let's say i want to come out with a blue ivy carter headband right i cannot do that because i am trying to sell something in the marketplace but if i just think that the name blue ivy is cute and i want to name my daughter blue ivy i can do that now i don't know why i would do that because i need my child to get a job but um (laughs) 
But I, yes, I could name my child Blue Ivy, Blue Ivy Carter if I wanted to. Just like I have seen people name their child, you know, really extravagant things. There was a couple in Australia, they named their child Sex Fruit. It was absolutely ridiculous. The child was so embarrassed. Um, you can name your child whatever you want. Right? So, uh, the Queen Bee has won, as I suspected she would. Uh, I know that some people don't necessarily agree about this decision, but do understand that there is a separation of industries. They have not taken away this woman's trademark. She still has her trademark for wedding planning. It's just that they now have a trademark for their daughter's name in these other categories. Okay? All right. Oh, wow. We are, okay, so we are right on time with our end. So, those were the stories that I had for you guys tonight. Um, so you can trademark Blue Ivy cookware. Hmm. You know, there might be a little bit of pushback, but they have not trademarked Blue Ivy in the, in, you know, the kitchen appliances sector. So there could be an argument that you could do that, right? Maybe. I'm not going to say no, but I'm also not going to say yes, Margaret. All right. But yes, but those were the stories that I have for you this evening. Um, thank you guys for your energy. It was really great. I loved your participation. Thank you for bearing with me. Again, I apologize for last night. Your girl just fell asleep. I was tired. Um, but we're going to be back here tomorrow night with more stories. If you find anything that you would like me to talk about, you know I love it when you guys DM me. I'm very good about being responsive. Send me some of that because I can't catch everything. Um, if you want to, uh, work with me, make sure that you go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book your, uh, appointment. You're welcome. OBZ. Uh, as well. Um, what else do I have to tell you guys? Yeah, that's all I have for you for right now. Um, things are in a bit of transition for me. I've got some things in the works and I'm going to, uh, let you guys in on that. A little bit later as things become more solidified. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you, Margaret Massey. Have a good night. But take care of yourselves. Have a good night. Come join me here tomorrow at 8 o'clock for more stories. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.